0: Dolly!
1: Pop! What are you even talking about?
0: Pop! What?
2: Hello! And welcome to Disembodied Voices episode 133.
0: I see my lessons uh, have paid off with your excitement, Brian. What I lessons you. did you give me in excitement, Cameron? The, the lessons we, we had a couple of days oh, ago. Oh, our excitement lessons. We, yeah. I, Thursday I noticed you don't PM. yell that enough. Exactly. So.
2: Thank you, Cameron. This is for Tuesday, August 5th, 2014. I am Brian Kelly, your host. This is a podcast about video games with occasional Yetis. And joining me today is my brother, Stephen Kelly. Hello, Stephen.
1: See, Brian, when I signed you up for those excitement lessons, you said, I don't want to go, it won't be any fun, and you had a good time.
0: My friend and excitement tutor, Cameron Nutter. And that $500 you sent me, Steven, was super helpful as well. Ye- wait. You sent it to me, trust me. Okay, I, I trust mean, you. I mean, you sending it to me, me hacking at your bank account and stealing it, they're almost the same thing. Very similar, if not identical. Identical,
3: yeah. That's the word you're looking for.
2: And reluctant participant Zachary Walton. Hello, that, Zach.
3: That could be like no more true than it is right <laughs> now. Aww. <laughs> well,
2: he really wants to go to the Hyrule Warriors Nintendo Direct that will be happening tonight. That will happen. Or, yesterday. That happened last night. He wants to rewatch the article. <laughs> <laughs> the announcement that was that good. <laughs> He wants to relive the experience. It was so awesome. They announced Midna. Oh, shoot. They already did They (laughs) They
1: announced announced her final form. They announced
2: Saria as a playable character. She hits people with an ocarina, and that's pretty much it. Uh, Brian,
1: I believe this is pronounced Sarah. (laughs)
2: Yeah. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Um, Yeah. So we play video games, I
0: hope. Video I mean, games. I mean, do we, though? Do we? <laughs> I don't know. I thought we all just quit video games. I, I unquit video have, I games. I have
3: not quit video games ever. I could never quit video games, even though I sometimes say things that, that, that make it seem like I do quit video
0: games. No, <laughs> exactly. yeah, we all have that. But video games may have quit, quit
3: you,
1: but you would never quit
3: yeah, video ex- games. Yeah, exactly.
2: Oh, um, gosh. <laughs> Steven, you and I played a lot of video games.
1: <laughs> well, it was my birthday! It was your birthday. I turned it was your 24, birthday last week. And no one believes me. <laughs> I don't I, believe you. I swear I've only you like 10 I'm years. 24 years old.
3: That cannot be possible.
1: It's true!
3: <laughs> I, that I mean, like, everything that, like, the way that you, like, just the way that you speak and the way that you just, like, conduct yourself, I... Not I, a day I, over I, 16. Mean, like, you know, I'm, I mean, like, and I would imagine the way that you walk although I the, and it ad- probably
1: doesn't help that I'm constantly wearing like pokemon and lego t-shirts.
0: <laughs> yep. He's eternal youth.
1: I'm wearing the slightly more mature world of warcraft t-shirt right now.
0: I don't know how he walks either because when I visited him he was in crutches. <laughs> that's true. Uh, that's
1: true. It's with a it's with a limp these days. Um but my 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 brother who's 3 years younger than me. Hi, yes, me. people get Used to that. And
3: yet Brian is the more mature one.
1: I know. I don't understand it either.
3: <laughs> Wait,
0: what kind of shirt are you wearing right now, Brian? It's my approach to the fall t-shirt. Yeah, okay, it's a little thick.
1: slightly more mature. Yeah. Oh I guess. Um but I feel like we already explained this in the podcast. I guess that's is a train station. Well, oh, we my- did, we did, we did, we did. We listed every game that
2: oh, I was Oh, good. Going to yeah, I was about to say, by- so here are
0: all the games you got. We had man. just <laughs> played Egg
2: when we had talked. No,
0: it. no, no, and Super Mario World.
2: And, and Super Mario yes. World. Super Mario World, yes. Uh, Super Mario World. We played World. a
1: lots more games. Um, we did. Including Vanquish. Vanquish? Just Does Vanquish. Just Vanquish? There's no T.
2: Just Vanquish. Well.
1: Okay, Vanquish, which is awesome. Right. Yeah, Like, I'm, really awesome.
0: Yeah, I, th- I thought you were going to say more about it. Yes, it's great. It's a fantastic game. No, it's it. like,
1: seriously amazing. Yeah, we did beat it. Cool. We, Yet yeah, we beat it. We, we played all the way through. I, I mean, like, there haven't been the, those sorts of games that, on a mechanical level, have Brian and I just looking at each other like, this is cool. This is really cool.
0: Yeah. I thought Vanquish did what Bayonetta couldn't do, Um, was... Seamlessly and flawlessly have a battle system that feels like you're always in control. Well, in in I
3: mean, perfect control, yeah. That is, those are two incredibly different games. Well, I know,
0: but, like, <laughs> like but I, they're both Platinum games, and Platinum oh, yeah. is very about the crazy maneuvers in the fighting sequences. Um, yeah. and I never. Vanquish did what The Sims could not do, which is just let you be completely and totally in oh, control. Oh,
2: shut up, Brian. <laughs>
0: What I mean is... Alright,
2: no, I I totally get your point, because that's like, they're both platinum games, they're both action games. Well,
0: both of the games try to be incredibly action and crazy Mm over-the-top insanity, but still give the player feel like they can have control of what they're doing. Bayonetta, I 50% of the time, I felt like I wasn't actually controlling what she was doing. Did you prefer uh, Bayonetta or Devil May Cry 4? Oh, I Devil May Cry 4, I think. Cool. Yeah,
2: I really like the game. I've not tried Bayonetta, but Bayonetta's is yeah, really
0: great. Bayonetta is better. I know you think that, <laughs> but I just I never found the battle system to be engaging and fun in Bayonetta. Mm. It, it it was it was too complicated it, for its
3: own good. It basically it basically was just like an extension of of the combat that it was in DMC 3, but they added in a few huh. more things.
0: Right.
2: Were there any like DMC3 developers working on it or just they were inspired by
3: It, it is essentially uh, the same that, people, right? That game actually was made by the guy who uh, by the guy that created DMC.
2: Yeah, yep. Okay, that makes so much and it,
3: sense. And basically since he left Capcom he went on to, you know, form Platinum Games. And then he, hmm. and then he, and then after Is that the it, guy
2: who's really mean on Twitter?
3: Yes. That, <laughs> that would be Kamiya, <laughs> and Kamiya's is one of my favorite people ever And that's different just, than the
0: guy who made Vanquish, right?
3: Vanquish was actually Shinji Mikami. Yeah.
0: Same 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 company though. Same company, yeah, right. but
3: uh Mikami doesn't actually work for platinum. That was just like a one game deal that he what
2: had. What is other say. stuff he's famous for? Because the name sounds so dang familiar, but I can't think of the guy. Who? Mikami. Shinji Mikami.
3: Shinji Mikami? Yeah. Resident Evil.
2: Yeah.
1: That's, that's it. Okay. <laughs> that, oh man, yeah, I forgot did about that. Did he do four series? as well,
2: or just like the
3: original? He actually stuff? did, he did one, two, three, and four.
2: And now he's working
3: on the Wow, on it's evil funny thing. how he
2: makes a game that is so prolific for moving while shooting <laughs> with And he's the guy who made Resident Evil. That's hilarious. That's a really good point.
1: Well. He's just
2: so sick of it. He's Clover, like, I must make the most mobile shooter ever.
1: Clover slash Platinum has just, has had a perfect track record um for me so far. Mm. I played mm. Okami. I played Beautiful Joe was them, right?
3: Yes. Yes. And
1: I played um uh Vanquish.
0: And maybe that's it, but all those are awesome games. You know, yeah, you guys actually might like Bayonetta. You wouldn't like the content of Bayonetta, but you would like the gameplay yeah, of Bayonetta. I really have that not terrible s- in Bayonetta. Zachary she uses her clothes as weapons, and when she uses use her, them, her clothes—her, I'm sorry, her hair—is exactly, her clothes. Exactly. Exactly. And when she her uses hair. her powers, her clothes <laughs> come off because she's using that the hair yeah, for attacks. She
3: just has really long hair that. <laughs> you it can't. It's to cover her entire if, body. If
0: you had hair that long, you would put it to such use as well. I'm sure. What I'm saying is, I don't think Steven would like the content in that game, but he would probably like the the the, um, the combat because he likes the let, MC4.
1: Both it, Vanquish and Bayonetta, from what I've seen, have not impressed me with their,
2: like, tone Oh, the story in Vanquish's story. Horrible. Oh, it
3: was <laughs> truly invisible. Like, Vanquish's story is, like, I think, like, it's actually meant to be bad, because it's, it's, it's not even, like, a you know, sci-fi from the 80s. Oh, man.
1: It's yeah. just. Terrible. Well,
0: for, um, Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon did sci-fi from the 80s. A little more right. Well, I I think that Mm -hmm. that was
3: well, like that was like more like a that was like than doing a parody of it. Where, I mean, like to, I mean, like I, I, I think that a game like Vanquish is more or less trying to like play it really straight to the point of where it becomes kind of unbearable, and then it comes around and and then becomes kind of funny. That's at least how. I don't it know. never, it, it never
1: passed that point for us. <laughs> just at the end, we wanted to
2: just. Well, they had such a huge cliffhanger too.
0: Why did the wonder... president?
1: That's not funny.
0: Spoilers! <laughs> Spoilers! <laughs> Hello? I haven't beaten the game yet. Come on, he's man. He's really invested in that story. Why did you I mean, the game? I mean, you ruined the entire game for me. That's yeah, awesome. Yes. there's no yes. point in playing
2: it anymore, Cameron.
0: I know, I just quit games in general. We were pretty
2: much uh, in it for the story. Of games, at the what end. else do we play, Steven?
1: Uh, okay, Zach, bad news. Dinosaur for Hire is really
3: bad. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: Still I play could. it. You should I still could play it,
3: guess. Yes. I mean, like, I could probably guess that a game based off of a comic book would probably be pretty terrible.
2: <laughs> oh, man. It was so much fun, though, in also being horrible. Uh Chameleon Twist. We played that. Beat it.
0: You talked about that one last podcast, I think. No, Did we, we didn't. No, we play
2: didn't. Play it. I don't oh. know if we talked. The most pleasant surprise about that is the music is fantastic.
1: Oh, it's so good. Yeah. It was like... Mar. It was like... um. What's the, what's again? game I'm thinking of? Mario 3D World. Before Mario 3D World.
2: In terms of the music. Not the rest of the game. <laughs> I mean, the gameplay is a little similar in a weird way, but. You're right. It was just a really bad version yeah, of that game. Yeah. Um,
1: um. But wait, we need to talk about that amazing story. Okay, so you're a chameleon. Oh, you right. You choose yeah. between like mm-hmm. one out of four or five chameleons in your different colors. Yeah. Um, oddly enough, you can never actually shift colors.
2: Which is Kind of what blame, chameleons blame. do but whatever okay they anyway thought the by um, far the most prominent trait of a chameleon was the fact that they had a tongue yes. and so
1: the tongue you can stick out at any time that's part of the story. It goes like he do it over and over again it goes aah, 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 aah. Um, that's kind of a side path though. and so the chameleon finds a <laughs> rabbit and the rabbit's running around saying I'm late I'm late and this is an anthropomorphic rabbit saying I'm late. Um, and then he jumps into a portal, and the chameleon stares at the portal for, like, a minute, and then jumps in it, too. And then turns into, like, an anthropomorphic chameleon, and then goes through, like, five or, like, eight levels, and then the game ends. I'm sorry I just spoiled that for you, Cameron. Now you don't want to play.
0: I just, you just are on the worst kind of person today.
1: Oh, but I, I right, forgot to tell so... you the ending where he comes back out of the portal and turns back into a normal chamele- chameleon. I don't believe you. He does, and then he hops away.
2: That's Uh. the uh, that's the plot (laughs) twist. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Um. Let's see. What else do we play? Um. Oh, the well, no one's really going to care about that because have either of you read Wheel of Time? No,
3: I have not. No.
2: All right. Well, there was a game based on the book, and weirdly enough, it was like a quake shooter. Based on a fantasy novel. And it was actually really good. <laughs>
1: Weirdly good. Yeah. Weirdly respectful. Of the source
2: material. Yeah, like One of the this most is respectful. Like, like licensed games I've played.
1: A kind of. You know. That era of hyper fast shooters. But you play as this. Bookish. Essentially librarian. Um, of the most mm-hmm. boring class of. Essentially wizard in that world. And. They don't back off from that. They're like long cutscenes with just dialogue and poorly rendered computer generated cutscenes. It's actually quite mm-hmm. impressive.
2: Yeah. The gameplay works weirdly. Really, apparently a quake shooter where you play as like a mage works really well.
1: But it's that like, I don't know. You're different
2: types of magic is your different to have bullets.
1: That was fun though. Weapons. I think that yeah. game made us laugh harder than any other game
2: we played. <laughs> um some of that was incredibly funny. Yeah. That's true. Um, yeah, we've been really enjoying That's like the one we're in the middle of now. Is there anything else we... I feel we're missing a really important one. Um... What else have we played?
1: I mean, uh... Anything else we've beaten? Where does gosh, there was a game we hated. Oh, man, now we have to make Zach sad.
3: Uh, I already know exactly what you hate, and I already know that everybody hates it except for me. So, All right. I know, just get over with it. I'll go hang myself later.
1: Oh god! <laughs> Whoa! Sorry. I'm not. I don't, I don't want to talk about it at all.
2: <laughs> uh, look,
1: Zach. It was the computer that did it. Yeah, the computer. It was a survival horror game, and the computer told us everything that was happening. That's what not... game
0: is this, people? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's uh, *Fragile Dreams* for the Wii. Oh, farewell
3: okay. ruins yeah. of the moon. Yeah, *Fragile Dreams* is one of my. Favorite games ever, and I think my, yeah, and, and, yeah, I think my favorite game on the way.
1: Look, what? it was really promising in those first ten minutes. Like they set a, a real mood. It was humid, and there were frogs out, and then the night, and we—it was kind of a mysterious beginning. Because who's that old man? I mean, it started with us digging his grave. For crying out loud, like that's a pretty bold start. But we we went downhill very quickly when we found the computer AI that was basically fee, Um but with less personality. Yeah, I, I when know. the
2: computer told me a key I found was, had a 65% probability of being a key, I just turned the Wii <laughs> off. I could not
1: stand more so writing like that. Were we that. premature? Does it get, like, a lot better? Because we I, just we couldn't stand it.
3: Yeah, I, I mean... I think that it is worth sticking through because, like, mm. I actually think that, like, the overall, like, narrative arc and, like, as you begin to, like, find the mementos and the notes left behind of those that died, is yeah. like, it is actually really powerful and that game actually has, like, one of the best, um, I guess, like, climaxes of any game mm. that I've played in a long time. Like, I think it's worth it, but I How mean, long I it? totally understand. Uh, I mean, it took me like 15 hours, I think, to get through That's everything. Terrible. Because, because, like, you know, it is also kind of. I mean, the game is also kind of like. I mean, like, it's actually kind of. It's kind of. It's kind of like a JRPG in that sense, too, where like there is like, uh, like, like you have to like you know worry about your level and have to like you know fight things, combat, mm-hmm. and level up, and stuff on top of also trying to not get killed by ghosts. I mean, I think that it is a game that strengths far outweigh its weaknesses.
2: What Um, would you say its weaknesses are from your perspective?
3: Well, see, the thing is, is that, like, I played it, like, five years ago. That was, like, before I became, like, really bitter towards games that, like, you know, that I guess uh, you could call it, like... um, uh, the fee syndrome, if you want to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. To whereas, in like you know, I was actually like you know really, uh, really. A, you mean like I was actually more of like a Skyward Sword like apologist at first, and then I played it mm-hmm. again, and and I'm like eh, it's eh. crap.
2: Oh, you changed? I didn't know it, that.
3: I I I still really like that game for a mm-hmm. lot of things, but yeah. I do think that it is a little overbearing in its handholding. Yeah, a yeah, little. Hey, Cameron, shut up, Big Boy Big Boys are talking now. You can go sit over at the kitty table. Screw I you. am you not know. going to Can't put rehearse. up with this anymore.
1: <laughs> that was wonderful. Yeah. yeah that makes also, sense. I also, mean,
3: I am also very sorry, Cameron. I have no idea where that came from. I, admit, <laughs> I have been, like, on edge for the past, like, week. Well, I, that's okay. I, I don't I have, have your own I've been incredibly towards, like, four people. And it's <laughs> and, and, and it's now beginning to like seep out into my normal life. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh dear, um, I have no idea
3: what's going on. But anyway, it's all right? But yeah, no fragile dreams. I think that like I I I think that if you can just like forgive the like o- overbearing robot nanny, <laughs> then I think that you will find something that you may like there.
2: All right, I th- if I have time, I'll give it another go. The The robot just frustrated me so much.
3: I I mean, like, the game is, like, really talky in that sense, but, like, outside of that, there is, like, no talking because, like, you are essentially the last human left. Okay, here's
2: my question. Yes. Do they build up a really long-form story plot about how the robot's learning emotions and is your friend? No. Okay. Because there were hints of that.
3: Yeah, no, it's, it's more or less, like... It's just more or less like you know, kid is the last person on Earth. sees somebody else thinks that think basically thinks that that there might be like you know more humans left, and then basically goes and tries to find them. That's
2: really interesting. And one last question about the robot: Um, does as tutorials get less? Does a robot tend to talk less?
3: It, as far as I remember, after like the first like level area, the the robot more or less just, like, serves a role to, like, kind of just, like, you know, tell you what the, like, um what the, like, um uh, key items are. And beyond that, there's not a lot of talking, I don't think, because All most right. of it is All right, I might give that one another go, then. It, yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I mean, like, granted, it's, it has been a really long time, but, like, yeah. as, as far as I can, like, I mean, like, as far as I can, like, recall... It's really good and has a really good payoff.
2: Okay. Yeah. Well, I yeah, I definitely am interested in seeing that again because, like, I just we were just in a, a position
1: of- where all all of the stars aligned for us to just become extremely angry and turn the Wii off. Like, <laughs> not only are we kind of rapid firing these games, we have fifteen to play, so we're just like, well, give this one a shot. It starts with the beautiful title screen booting up like a JRPG on the Wii, just like we were fooled with like Xenoblade Chronicles. Which is a great
2: game, just like last stories. Yeah,
1: I love Xenoblade Chronicles as a game, but both of them had terrible stories with the same problems. And then all it started to build up that, like I said, that cool Mm -hmm. setting, like there's mystery, a lot of promise there, and all Mm -hmm. at once the other shoe dropped that we were waiting to happen the whole time. Our character starts to become like this cypher who can't make any decisions of his own. An AI drops down and tells us everything to do. All mystery is just eradicated at once. And we just lost it and couldn't play anymore. <laughs> so maybe if we went back with a more measured long term yeah. um, mentality, we could. Enjoy.
2: I definitely saw a lot of potential there. So yes. the last thing we played, there was one other thing I'm pretty sure. Oh gosh, what was it? Um, I don't know if
1: I need it. Well, let's just go console. Did we play? Oh, oh, oh! I
2: remember it. Jumping Flash.
1: Jumping uh. Flash Two. Yes, that game's
2: amazing. Play Jumping Flash Two. I don't even just know do what it. this is.
1: It's a it's a first person platformer on the original PlayStation, and you had to control with the D pad, and you can't like move and look at the same time. And it seems like in every possible way, this should be a broken remnant of the past. But it plays really well and is very fun and kind of the closest you can get to, like, an open-world sort of Banjo-Kazooie-style run-around-and-find-all-the-things game. It's very fun. Like, the whole, the whole conceit is you can jump super high. You're like a robotic rabbit. And whenever you jump high enough in the air, you automatically look down in first person. And so the whole game becomes leaping into the air and then landing on something that isn't a bottomless pit. And it's just very enjoyable and breezy and we blasted through the whole thing in like two hours and beat it and it was awesome. Jumping flash to everyone.
3: Okay. <laughs> yes, we're
2: just waiting to see we're just gonna break this silence. <laughs> All right, thank you, Zach. So uh, does that all right. conclude all of your guys's uh, birthday games? Not, I mean, all the ones we played so far, but that is not all of the ones I
0: bought him. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, but
2: that's that's what we played through. What do you been up to Cameron?
0: Um, well, I I like both you and Steven bought so the humongous video game complete pack. Yeah, this came with every Freddy Fish, every Pujama Sam, every um putt putt and every uh, Fox thingy. Star Fox. There
1: we go, Star Fox. Yes.
0: And so I, as a kid, played a nice amount of those. I played a couple of the Spy Fox ones. I played uh, a couple of the Pajama Sam's one. I played a couple of the Pup, but never did touch the Freddy Fish ones. No,
1: um, those are the worst.
0: Oh, no good. I, I didn't play them then. So I decided to play uh, the one Pajama Sam game that I remembered by heart, which was um, No Need to Hide When It's Dark Outside. Um and oh my gosh, did I remember seriously everything about that game. Oh yeah. Like I could I was humming along to the tunes, like even the sound effects, I knew when the sound effect was gonna come for certain things. Whee! Yeah, just everything I, I just remembered it perfectly. Um what was Customs Customs please I just I remembered it all.
2: Was well, um, it as good as you remembered?
0: Yeah, it's a really good adventure game. <laughs>
2: Yeah, like it's not. See, what I love about the Humongous Adventure games is they take like the humor and the style and the fun of adventure games, and then they make puzzles that don't stink.
0: Right, like the puzzles are not like the Walking Dead puzzles, which are stupid. (laughs) Go find a way to turn this train on. Okay, oh look, there's a lever. There's a wrench. Da da. They're fun and like here's here's one of the things you have to do. Um, the game is random, by the way. Every time it's a little different, which is really really cool idea genius so in one of the circumstances one of the instances uh your mask is stuck under the foot of a couch um so when you enter this Mm -hmm. room all this furniture is dancing and having a big party but when you step into the room they all go quiet and the the couch steps on your mask and you can't get it Mm -hmm. and so you're like you're like hello furniture can you move please they're like no one say anything and as soon as you walk out they start dancing again what you have to do is you have to Go down to the Alchemist's lab, which you have to do a couple of things to get there first, and you're starting to flip through this book of weird spells, and one spell turns makes the flute come alive and fly around in the air. One spell makes you have Elvis Presley hair. But then you flip, you keep on flipping, and you realize that there's a spell with an invisible potion on it. And so you get the invisible potion, but you can't make it up back to the room in time, because it's a lot of steps, and always it always turns back into regular Sam before you can do it. But then you realize that there's actually a, a food dumbbell, that goes down to the Alchemist slabs. that goes straight up to the room you need to be in. So you can go invisible, go up the dumbwaiter, and then you're there, and you can grab the mask before the couch sees you, and you come back visible again. It's just so creative. I just love it. It, Like, I
1: I haven't really enjoyed enjoyed other adventure games, or Ron Gilbert games in general. But, man, those games were like... They were they were funny and really inviting and colorful and they were clever without being obtuse and overly difficult. It's just, it just was more fun to play them.
0: Right. They're not difficult and that's the fun of them because you when the when they're difficult and you get stuck, you don't feel like you're having fun anymore. You feel like you're trying to do a freaking like um not fun it's multiple types choice of question.
2: Thinking. Like right. it isn't a fun thing to beat your head against like I find Puzzles, fun, but oh. not traditional adventure games.
0: And when you find, like, a pickaxe, I and mean, you're, you're always finding different stuff in this game. Mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. means you, your brain is automatically going, where can this apply to? Oh, that's right. That guy wanted a piece of gold, and right. I found this pickaxe. So now I can go mine a piece of gold Neat. and get the gold to him. And it's just a blast. So I can't wait to play ones I haven't played before, because that's going to be yeah. awesome. Yeah. I mean, there are
1: you're some, gonna some, those, some... You're going to
2: play those. You're going to be like, they're too hard, because you don't remember <laughs> just... Can't figure it out. Dang it.
0: Alright, um, um... And interestingly enough, I also played another adventure game, um, The Walking Dead. Oh, <laughs> right, uh, The Walking Dead, season two, episode two and three? Two and three, I beat both two and three, yeah. Two, yeah. episode two was easily the worst of, like, all of them. Why? Um, because it just meandered. Um, You meet these nice people in, well, sort of nice people, but they become, friendly enough, in episode one. But then mm-hmm. episode two is all, like, They're running away from an unknown mystery, and no one will explain why. And they only didn't explain why because they wanted to keep the guy a mystery for the next episode. Uh, So it was just a bunch of, ah, we'll tell you later. Ah, no thanks. He's he's just a horrible guy. Did it do an
2: effective job of tension building at all for 3?
0: No, because Mm. they they created all the tension in episode 3. Episode 2 was supposed to create this tension by not knowing who he was, but all I did was go, he's not a threat to me because he hasn't done anything bad to me, and I don't know if he's bad or not. Uh, um, and them, them just saying he's just a bad guy, don't worry about him. We'll tell you later is not an effective way to get to me to dislike somebody. Yeah. So episode three was what built all that tension. Episode two was just meandering. Cool. However, episode two did have a really really good plot point that like it was one of those things where the event happens, you go on and you do something else, and then you realize that the initial event was related to the later event, and it's one of those hum dum 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 dum. Oh <sighs> Moments where you, it's like something hits your mind and your gears flipping to, to engage, and you realize what's happening. You're like, "Oh my god, that did not just happen!" So okay, I that pause just
2: this. Steven's going to find a way to use your gasp there in the opening segment.
1: Well, I'm going to find a way to use it right now by saying that just happened to me because I just realized that that humongous pack includes Putt Putt and Fatty Bear's activity pack. Yep, Do you did guys ever remember play Fatty Bear?
0: No, I never played
1: yep. that one. That was like the very first adventure game, like before Putt Putt. I'm rather certain.
0: Man, this is really I don't remember games. the activity pack
2: though.
1: Yeah, it was like there was like a coloring book and like mini games and stuff. Anyway, I
2: do remember Putt Putt and Pep's balloon Balloonorama.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry to interrupt your Walking Dead story, Cameron, but I just I just realized that, and I just was kind of excited. But
2: it's a
0: it was a, it was a really good back for twenty dollars. Man, oh my god! There
1: are a lot of games I haven't played, like Pajama Sam's Lost and Found. Is that some mini game thing? I don't even know.
0: Yeah, that is a mini
2: game thing. There are but a I bunch of Spy pl- Fox games. I don't think we ever played Life Is Rough when you lose your stuff. Is that? I can't see the rest of. the I don't title. think so. Yeah. No, we never played four We stopped. That's the that's,
0: that's the one that came out in two thousand and two.
2: Man, yeah. We played You Are What You Eat from Your Head to Your Feet, and
0: the first- Thunder game, and
1: Lightning aren't so frightening. That was, that's what was my, my favorite. favorite. Played that is like
0: one of my top three humongous games. I'm excited. I'm really excited did to they're... play those. That's so good. Um, but back to Walking Dead, yeah, right, yeah, episode right. 3. Um, episode 3 was a lot better. Um, one of the one of the better ones, weirdly enough, in the series so far, because um, they did establish this villain who was just purely bad for bad sake. Um, he thought, I guess he thought he was being noble, but he was just a total jerk. And uh, the ending was very, very satisfying. And you meet a new, f- you meet an old new friend. So that was kind of cool. Uh, I'm trying to keep very spoiler free because I Brian's going to want to play this eventually. But you do end up meeting somebody from your past, and that's Penny. Cool. No, not Penny. Oh, I think- Lee. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, wasn't Lee. Um, Clementine. Well, uh, okay. <laughs> so overall, right. uh, both the episodes were good. Don't get me wrong about episode two; it was actually still entertaining and good. It just wasn't their best episode. Um, I'm excited yeah. to see what four holds because three ended on a ridiculous cliffhanger. Mm. That like could either go really herself? bad for you, no, that could either okay. go really bad for you or really good for you, depending. Do you on know if
1: they're going stuff. to just finish up the story while people are still enjoying it, or if they're just going to keep doing it until people get tired of it?
0: I you mean, do we know think They're just three? going. I th- I don't think they have a plan.
1: Ah, they're just going to keep mm-hmm. on going until. Well, something. Changes. I'm sure
0: they write the whole season. At once. Right, of course, uh-huh. but. But I don't think they planned on a third season in the first season. At I see. All.
2: I'd actually love to see a Walking Dead game where they're just making an episode go along. Just, really? ah, let's kill this guy now. Oh, just, just oh, to, that
1: to would be season. interesting. I'd love to see them turn it into a TV show. That'd be awesome.
0: <laughs> it would be better all than right. the TV show.
2: <laughs> That's true. Yeah, the TV show would never be as good. Um, alright, uh, so. Cameron, you, we've been playing something else, haven't we? Like well, let's talk about that-, that
0: after Zach goes through what he's been playing. Right, okay. Because he's Zach- not going to care about what we've been playing. Zachary. Exactly.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, because yeah, we're getting near that timeline, with Zachary, so go.
3: I am going to go. Um, so, like, I think last podcast, I actually recommended everybody go out and buy um, uh, Trails in the Sky. You yeah. did, too. The new JRPG that has above like all odds has like remained as one of the top selling games on Steam all week, and I am shocked and amazed and so See, Zach, incredibly happy that people are actually buying this game and mm-hmm. playing it and loving it. Um, but yeah, so like I played it on the on PSP a while ago. I got like halfway through it uh-huh. uh, in like a day. I got to where I was uh, back on the PSP. That took about twenty hours. <laughs> hmm. Um and now I'm up to like
2: Wait 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 wait. You played wait. You played 20 hours in a
3: day? It was it was it was close to that. Yeah, I played okay. it like all day from like when I woke up to like 6 a.m. the next morning. Oh. You you were
0: in the game a lot on Steam. I couldn't I never not saw you on Steam on this game.
3: Yeah. So, I'm now up to wow. I'm, I am now up to 36 hours and I think I'm near the end finally. Like I'm I'm, I'm in what feels kind of like the final dungeon place. It looks very scary and you know kind of ominous and stuff, so mm. I think I'm there. although um, this game is actually the first in a um, in, uh, this game is the first in a series of three games and mm. apparently it has a really like uh, a really bad like cliffhanger at the end of the, f- the, f- the first game. You know are we two
0: released at all?
3: Uh, we are actually getting the sequel later this year on the PSP and Steam.
0: Okay, Finally. Zach. Finally. The wait, the what? Give
3: the sequel to this game. No, no,
0: on the PSP, you said? Yeah. On the yeah, PSP. Yeah, they're still releasing PSP games.
3: The game actually came out on the PSP back in 2009 in that. Japan. We got the first one in 2001. And I believe 2011. Oh, I think
2: I remember you talking about it when it came out, and I'm like, I want to play that, but I'm never going to get a PSP. Yeah, so, <laughs> like, uh, I have one, but I'm never going to yeah, get it out.
3: And so basically, they are actually good. I mean, like, the thing is, is that like, um, so with the sequel, it's actually kind of impossible for them to actually do like a release here, more or less, because the game actually came on, um, uh, two UMDs, which like, Sony has, has like, no real ability to actually make the cases for it. I mean, like, yep. um, um, uh, for a two disc game here, much anymore. Wait, so I, I don't understand.
0: How did you? How, how did it work in Japan then?
3: It came on Japan. Two-discs.
0: But how? How come it doesn't work here?
3: Because Sony of America never actually put out a like two disc game on PSP, so they never actually like you know made the cases. So That's the get, reason
0: they can't do it.
3: That that basically, well, that will I mean, like, uh, that is one reason, and like another reason is that Sony no longer actually like like provide publishers with the cases for PSP games.
2: Oh, okay. Weird. Weird. So, That's um, a very weird excuse. So, yeah, what uh, What are the three reasons to play this game?
3: Uh, Can I just say story, story, story? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, location, like, location, location. So, like, as far as, I mean, like, I know that I am, like, the, the weird guy here who really, really likes... The genre of JRPGs, and you know, can actually put up with a lot of the silliness that that like you know comes with the genre, especially Tales mm-hmm. games, as you all like to constantly point out that like you know you liked the characters, you just didn't like the overarching story because the it was dumb, and the
2: Aircrae,
3: yeah, it was yeah, dumb because okay. they just make up these weird names and then just have this. Uh, uh, you know, this sky has actually none of that. It is it is very down to earth. It is essentially just. Story of two people on a quest to become, or oh, so basically, it's two people on going about trying to train their way up to to, to being a professional like bracer, which is essentially just kind of like a mercenary in their world, and okay. essentially them and like as they like travel from town to town in their training, get caught up in some big thing, and then like all these big things are all part of one much like larger thing and then it kind of like all comes together at the end to where they are like now essentially fighting for like um to where like I mean like to where they get dragged into essentially the fate of the kingdom
2: again it sounds like fire emblem to me
1: I well I I can't think of any good games that have you sort of as this. Mercenary-ish character being sucked into a larger scale plot, except for Fire Emblem and for uh, Tales is, of Asperia, like which are two of the best JRPGs. Yeah. yeah. Um,
3: except that, like, this is, like, I guess, like, not as freeform as as Fire Emblem game would be, because, like, you know, this is a Falcom game, so, like, they do have a story to tell, and you are to Fire Emblem to
2: games are completely linear, like, and, in well, terms of the story. well, I'm
3: meaning, in terms... But characters can die, yeah. Right, yeah. Whereas, basically, this is just, like, you know, a straight-up story that, that, like, you know, mm-hmm. they want you to hear, but like, I mean, granted, what you may think, or, or like, you know, like, or mean like, what I may think of as a good story, it... it yeah, may, may not be what you think is a good story, but I think that this is, like, one of the strongest stories, if not the strongest story, of an RPG that, that I've played ever.
2: The thing is, I have, like, no previous experience in whether I like Falcom's storytelling or not. Right. Well, really like...
3: the, the, the thing is, is that East games don't really have stories. The mm-hmm. Those games are pretty much, like, you know, those games are, like, more centered around the gameplay, and the story is just there right. to basically, like, you know, give the gameplay some kind of direction. Yeah. Whereas in channels in the sky is definitely like a story heavy based game. Like, mm-hmm. like what is the Japanese script for it was like twelve thousand Japanese characters or something like that. like it's just, it's it is just this massive tome, which is why it took them so long to actually like translate it. Uh, and like, what's actually like really neat about it, I guess, is that like. Compared to, like, most other JRPGs, like, everybody in that game has a story. Like, um, like, like how in most JRPGs, if if you go into a town, walk into a house, and talk to the person there, they're just like, you know, hey, it's kind of nice outside today. Hey, my dog is here. Like, you know, dumb things like that. Whereas <laughs> oh, <my> in, <laughs> uh, yeah, whereas in this game, like, like, I mean, like, um, Uh, Each character in each town has a name, it has a personality, they have a story, and like, uh, if you actually stick with it, especially with the side quests, you will actually get tons of these little side stories involving these characters in these towns as you're also working through the larger plot.
1: That sounds Mm. really interesting to me, as someone who is officially fed up with all RPG townsfolk in
0: general. (laughs) Yeah. Steven, you can't really talk because when you made an RPG, your townsfolk were lame too. Oh,
2: I loved them so much. What?
0: What are you even talking The about? lobster. Uh, those they guys were, were fantastic. They were nothing. They had back, there was,
1: there was, um, the <laughs> shoemaker. Uh huh. And, um. Didn't
0: they all, like, disappear
2: at some point? Well,
1: anytime you mentioned where you were going, they would, they would disavow even knowing you'd run away. Maybe that's what you are thinking of.
2: <laughs> oh, man. But, uh,. Yeah, The Witcher has terrible townspeople, oh my god. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should mug someone, says the thug. Oh, oh but god. Zachary,
1: speaking of Brian not understanding the Japanese culture...
3: You're right, well, did- exactly because you are now an expert after three episodes of Sad Senpai and the Gaijin Kid, watch it now.
1: But he did not what? appreciate the Ninja Turtles. Really? No. What? He thought it was dumb. <laughs> I mean, that, admittedly... Isn't he didn't that the, the- point? But, like, you seem to think it was bad-dumb. <sighs>
2: <laughs> See? Well, to be fair, I don't really like Ninja Turtles either, so that might help. I'm not being, like, I'm not anti-Japanese. I think Ninja Turtles is dumb, too, so I'm like people-opportunity dumb here. Oh, but I don't know. It was just dumber because they were trying to take something that was already dumb and then, like, adapt it.
1: So, it was we, so weird. Zach invited me to this project where he like expects me to sit in front of anime and watch it. <laughs> and it's actually what a all- project
3: <laughs> you will, having to watch something entertaining. Ha-
1: the great thing about it though is I don't have to do anything but sit there and eat popcorn. He records it and edits it and everything, so it's best. Um, so we've watched like three shows so far, and the most recent one was the Japanese interpretation of the Ninja Turtles cartoon. Yeah. And it was really awesome. (laughs) (laughs) That's the one I recommend watching the most. It's-
2: Here's a really weird thing about Legend of Heroes Trails in the Sky, is they advertise English voice- full voice acting in battles as a plus. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Okay, so basically what's up with that is that the PC version which was released back in 04 actually did not mm-hmm. have like uh, actually did not have like any kind of voice acting and then the PSP like um, i guess it's like a remake or whatever that came out in Japan in uh 09 added battle voices and so basically when they brought over the PSP version here they um um and it, i mean like um uh in the game got battle voices too and so basically the in which then the which then the PS or which then the PC version in which we got is basically taking all of the PSP like features, all the new features from, mm-hmm. I mean like, um, uh, from that version, and essentially like, like you know trying to like force them into the PC version, which is apparently why the port took so long.
2: It just seems to me that like Battle Voices and JRPGs are normally like a con and not a
3: pro yeah. <laughs> because you get Phantom Wave, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, I mean like. For the most part, they they actually are like kind of annoying, which is why mm-hmm. I which is why like I turned them off. Yeah. Uh, back when I was playing on the PSP, but there's one character though, Kane. He is uh-huh. he is a gigantic bear-like man and like everything that he says is just like pure comedic gold, so I actually keep them on oh. now.
2: Quick question I have about this game. Is it like a like very you have four party members and only have four, or like you have a bunch and you're swapping them out?
3: Every I single mean. time that you, uh, go to a new city, you get a new party, essentially. So it's
2: like a, a new party?
3: It yeah, well, okay, so like, the two main characters always stay the same, but then like, as uh. you move two cities, you, I mean like, um, uh, new people join your party because basically like, um, like, like, um, um, uh, since as you move, the people that were in your party have to actually. I mean, like, um, uh, they have to like stay behind since they are like, mm. I mean, like um, uh, since they are, are, are like a mercenary assigned to that town.
2: Ah, interesting. So you're just teaming up with people and then moving on later to yes. other people. Okay,
3: interesting. That's how the f- gotcha. first game works, at least. I'm not actually sure how the sequel really works, but mm-hmm. like because I assume it's going to like be a bit more of like an open-ended. Game because I have no idea how it's really going to end. All I know is that I've been told to expect to be a little angry at how the first game ends. Uh, but um, but knowing that, uh, uh, but knowing Do they have that a date, uh, the sequel will be out in like December of this year.
2: Oh wow! So you don't have long to wait at all.
3: Right? Yeah. It's just that those who actually played it and beat it back on the PSP, like you know, three <laughs> oh, years gosh. ago they've been yeah. waiting a very long time for it. Oh,
1: okay. I see. I get I never really understood the history of this game. That's interesting. Interesting. That's yeah, why. This, I'm this is release.
3: and this is just like and, I mean like um uh in this trilogy is just like three games in a much larger franchise that has that spans like 12 games and like we got the first trilogy from Echo Bandai on the PSP like years ago and then and then now we're getting the first two games in the Trails in the Sky Trilogy, and now there's, like, the Trails in the Flash and Trails in the Zero, and uh, those games are probably never gonna come here, even though they look so cool. I would love them, but they just have ridiculously massive scripts, which is weird because, like, you know, Falcom is a very small team, and yet they're yeah, able yeah. to, like, churn out games every year that have these, like, massive, like, you know, like, five, I mean, like, I think the last game had, like, had, like a 6,000-page script, like, it's just, like, really crazy.
2: That does sound, as you put it, really crazy. I'm just, like, I really... This is one of the games that I hope I like more than any in a long yeah. time. Like, Yeah, I mean... It mm-hmm. sounds I, like it's the type of JRPG that really be up my alley, being strategy-based combat and uh, the type of story it well, seems to be
3: telling. I think that everything. you might so. be a little overestimating the... The whole like strategy based comment because like you know I actually really hate those kind of games. And yet I like this one because there's not a lot of strategy involved. Because as okay. long because as as long as because like uh, the battle like uh, zones are actually like you know small enough to where basically like um, uh, the move speed of your characters basically make sure that like you know you are usually within range Hitting first. Yeah. yeah, of things instead of having mm. to like you know move and position yourself. Gotcha, yeah.
2: Well, we will see. It has a lot of stuff going for it, so I'm curious to see how it, how it turns out. Yeah. But it, it looks like that Nintendo Direct is starting about now,
3: yeah. so... Yeah, well, yeah. I'll just say one thing more about it, just to sure. let you guys know that... One of the, I guess, like, major criticism of the game, though, is that it has an incredibly, like, slow, like, like first, like, uh, the first like five hours are, are like really slow okay. because it basically is is just setting up the world and the characters and like it kind of just like pushes you along through like basically like you know lots of story and not and not a lot of gameplay. But mm-hmm. then like once you get past that point though, it really begins to like you know I mean like it it, it becomes to become a little more expansive and gives you a, a bit more freedom to go and like you know do side quests and actually see. The world for what it is, as you're also tackling the main storyline.
1: Gotcha. But if they're telling gotcha. a good story, even a slow five hours can be worthwhile.
3: Right. Yeah. I mean, like you know, most people don't don't like it because like you know, it's not bombastic. It's it's very quaint. It's very it's very quiet. It's very slow. is is essentially kind of like a slice of life thing, really. Oh, at, okay. At, at first, it more or less is just like you know, two people. Going to studying to become bracers and, you know, it more or less is like, you know, them just taking the test and stuff. And it's just kind of like, I mean, like, it's just kind of like the banter between them. It's kind of like if the opening to, it's kind of like if the opening to Pokemon lasted, like, you know, five hours. <laughs> In nope. terms of, like, you know, you having to, like, you know, okay. go be, but. It's actually better written than that, though, but...
1: <laughs> oh, I, I would hope at least it yeah. passes the Pokemon test, yeah, but... Yeah,
3: yeah, but... But, yeah, I mean, Great. like, in terms of... I'm sure like, I'll you know, try it, it seems you interesting. You being kids in a town. But, yeah, no, I mean, you know, you'll probably want to put aside, like, you know, 40 hours or so for it. That's about okay. how long the first game is. All right. Which isn't really that long compared to most of their JRPGs, so... Great. Right. But, yeah, I'm gonna go bye now, and I'll, uh... <laughs> I'm... Gonna go watch all the stuff. Bye everybody.
0: Bye, Zach. Oh, like awesome
3: See
0: ya later, dude. Yeah,
3: and also I am once again sorry, Cameron. You are allowed <laughs> to sit at the big boy table.
0: I didn't actually take offense to that, unless you meant it to be <laughs> I
3: friendly. still feel bad about it though, because <laughs> I don't know why I said that.
0: It was uncalled (laughs) for. It was was good comedic timing. It was That's true. It was called for. Steven, shut up. You don't have a question. (laughs) Go sit at the little boy's table, Steven. (laughs) See, Zach, you're a bad influence.
1: I act 24. I don't know what you're talking
0: about. Later, Zach. Have fun. Uh Bye.
1: Um, Okay, well, Ryan, I have a
2: question for you. What up?
1: Um, Do you want to watch the Lego movie tonight? No. Are you sure? Because we have pizza. Why not?
2: Yeah. Because I need to do work.
1: Because you need what?
2: I need to do work. Oh,
1: then I'm going to leave the, the podcast Steven, because I don't want to watch this direct. Not...
2: No! What? Okay, I'll, fine,
1: I'll watch it as we do it then.
0: You've already oh seen the Lego movie. Maybe, what? The Lego Steven, v-
2: actually, you just go away. Cameron and I can finish the podcast. You're going to be this right. You're
0: okay, are the jerk
2: not wanting to watch the Lego movie.
0: Brian, we don't need... Uh, the point of... We can talk about StarCraft when we're, talking, when we're playing StarCraft. We don't have to re- re- recap what we've done in StarCraft if no one's going to hear or listen to us. People listen to our podcast. No, they don't. Yes, they do. No, they don't. Then why are was... you leaving the podcast? Because I want to watch us direct. What are you? It's, it's live, guys. Who cares? Or you can
2: just okay, Steven. All right,
0: thank you for listening to Somebody Voices. Everybody. No, 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 we're gonna do this. Have a week. We're, gonna, we're gonna do this. this in a, in an we're whalesandwales dot com. We're having a great follow up Somebody Voices at
2: Twitter.com. You com. can wait ten minutes to watch and you can do direct. Oh my
0: gosh. Have a week, everybody. No, we're not going to end the podcast I yet. I stopped recording. Oh my gosh. You people are mutinying. No, Steven finished this
2: podcast. Steven
0: was the one who mutinied. You guys are being loud.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, okay, Cameron, I'll finish this podcast alone then. What are you going to talk about? I'm going to talk about StarCraft and I'm going to talk about, um, the new Super Franch was coming out because there were some things I wanted to say just, about
0: that. It, just end end the podcast. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Just kill it. Just it's put it out of its misery. Well look, we can blame I'm still recording, by the way. We can blame Steven and Zach for this. We oh, are still recording. Okay, yes, we have me. some hope then. It's entirely their fault, but it's it over is. now. So just end it.
2: Listen, is there anything else you've been playing? No.
0: Nothing. No. Well, we've been playing StarCraft, though. StarCraft Talk. No, Steven, don't put StarCraft Talk. Put the StarCraft don't, talk Steven, yet. don't put the StarCraft Talk thing in there. We're not
2: over an hour yet, are we? No, no. Cameron, we at least have to make it to an hour.
0: No, we don't. We have to talk about something this for ten minutes. This is not how you do podcasts. Alright, if, so if two of your here's... four people abandon you, you just end the podcast. No, that's I'm not- I'm really how I annoyed it. that Steven left, actually. I am! He, that, like, Like, Zach was, was like, I'm gonna leave, guys, and Steven's like, yeah, me too! And Screw like, you, Steven, me. you need to go sit at the little boy's table, you jerk! Ah, uh, okay, so, just hear me out in this, Cameron. Uh huh. I thought
2: it was interesting to look through what characters they were not bringing back to the new Super Smash Bros. game and whether we care about any of them. Okay. Alright, so, they aren't bringing back Dr. Mario.
0: Don't give a flying crap. Exactly. I think that was a great one to take out. Falco. Falco's a repeat of Captain Falcon, so who cares? <laughs> well,
3: exactly.
0: <he> is. <laughs> uh Yes,
2: of course he is. Ganondorf. Uh, a repeat of Mewtwo. Who cares? I think they should have brought him back as an original character. Like, create a new moveset, but I love the idea that Ganondorf was in there.
0: Yeah, so, yeah. That was
2: the only one I was kind of sad about. Uh, here. Ice Climbers. Yeah, who cares? Yeah, just good riddance, honestly. Ivysaur. Who cares? Ivysaur? You mean the Pokemon trainer? Well, they list him as separate, but yeah. Ivysaur, Squirtle, and Charizard. Right. No, sorry. Charizard is his own character now. The other two are gone. Okay. So they got the important one. Jigglypuff. Uh, worthless. That's a classic, though.
0: Worthless. Jigglypuff has been in every game. Yeah, and she's been worthless every time. Jigglypuff. What's the next one? Tuna. All right. Uh,
2: Lucas. What? Um, the Earthbound kid blonde hair. You mean Ness? No. The Ness clone in Brawl. Lucas.
0: I didn't know that Lucas was in that- oh.
2: <laughs> All right. So you're very traumatized by this one. Apparently. Meta Knight.
0: Um, that's a bummer, actually.
2: Yeah, he was cool. but I mean, Opie he was overpowered,
0: here. but they yep. could have just made him less overpowered. He was a fun character to play as, though, and with a little less insanely overpowered Ness. He might have actually been pretty fun still.
2: Yeah, that one I think. Well, I mean, it's not official. They haven't announced all the characters, so some of these could be coming. Um but, but, but Mr. Game and Watch. He has to come, right? That's a bummer. Yeah, they gotta if bring he's him.
0: not in it, that's a bummer.
2: I bet he's just unannounced. They've got to bring him. Yeah. Uh Ness.
0: Oh, Ness has to be in it. He's, he has he's to. He's a classic.
2: And they don't have any Earthbound stuff. I mean, I'm not an Earthbound fan personally because I never played it, but come on, people I've love i played Earthbound. That. What? I
0: played Earthbound.
2: Oh, did you beat it? No, no. Okay. Alright. Gotcha. Uh, let's see here. Uh, these are all new characters. Pichu. Oh, sorry. They took that out of Brawl, so he's long gone. Yeah. Um, Rob.
0: Um, who cares?
2: Yeah. Good to take him out. Um, Snake.
0: A little bit of a bummer just because I like Snake, but his character wasn't actually that much fun, so.
2: No, he wasn't. It was just kind of weird, and yeah, I'm glad they're paring that down a little bit. Uh, Wario. His character wasn't that fun either. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of fine with him just going away. There's a lot of Mario around and he wasn't that fun to play, so. Yep. Wolf.
0: What? What? Wolf. He said that really weird. Woof. Um, Woof. Isn't the wolf. Isn't Wolf just a clone of Fox?
2: He is. So who cares? Exactly. They're really not bringing clones back. I like that. They also, I don't think they've announced any new characters who are clones. Every new character they've announced is a new moveset. Okay. So. Good on him for that, and finally, young link, but they're bringing Toon link, so no, sorry, yeah, they did Toon link in brawl as well, so
0: I yeah. actually would rather young link, I don't like Toon link as much. you don't uh really, I like Toon link because he's just more different i I don't know really I liked young link because there was a very distinct difference between um young 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 link and adult link, but they were still both very comparable. I feel like Toon link is actually weaker than uh any of the links.
2: Oh, you mean like, uh, in gameplay style?
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Like, I never,
2: uh, I never played them enough to really get a feel for the gameplay. I just thought like visually it was cooler having Wind Waker Link.
0: Oh, well, visually it's great, but yeah. I didn't like Tomb Link's moveset as much but as I But that totally like makes
2: Link's. sense. Um, so yeah, they've, I don't know, I'm pretty excited about the lineup in the new Smash Bros. I think a lot of the characters they've announced are really interesting. Um, I think it's less so for you since actually a lot of the recent announcements have been Fire Emblem characters. Yeah, I don't, series you never really whatever. got into. But they got some cool stuff. I think Greninja was like an amazing Pokemon pick.
0: Uh, is the 3DS version coming out at the same time as the Wii U version at this point? I think
2: it's coming out in October, and the Wii U version is coming out in November. Mm-hmm. So I think they're like a month off
0: now. I don't know what to do about the Wii U. Situation. I'm just going to wait.
2: For the Wii U,
0: but version. dude, could you imagine Smash Bros on the, on a portable system? It would be pretty fun. Uh, I
2: absolutely admit, but I think like I would want to play it originally with like you know the full production values, the full uh, visuals, and you know playing it locally with Steven, and then after that, getting my portable version to kind of play on my own. And
0: I continue. wish they had a system where it was like you could pay forty dollars for the 3DS version, fifty dollars for the Wii U version, or seventy for both, or something. Yeah, that would be cool. Like a double. Are you, do you think you're gonna own a Wii U by the time it's out? I I have a feeling that around Thanksgiving ish time is gonna the Wii U is gonna drop in price. Not like a, a uh, not like a, an official price drop, but I mean like sales. Um, oh, or like never, a bundle,
2: maybe a Smash Bros. bundle.
0: I would buy a Smash Bros. bundle for they gotta do one right? two hundred and well, I'm, I'm not paying full price. Remember my my my. That's right. Did I, what did I say? One hundred eighty five dollars. You said one hundred
2: eighty five for a black Wii, you know, special a, a deluxe, Wii U. a thirty two gig yep. Wii U, yeah. Yep. Yep, I think, that's, um, that's my
0: price point. And the cheapest I've seen it so far is 190
2: I really hope it does well for them, because Nintendo has been posting more losses, like, really bad losses, Yeah, money-wise. Yep, they're not doing well. Um, I don't quite know what's going to pull them out of that, because, like, I don't see them releasing a better console than they have anytime soon, and they're portable. They have a portable going really strong for them right now, so it's weird to see where that next big push is going to be. Mm-hmm. I don't think... Smash Bros is gonna like. I don't think it has like widespread appeal to people who don't already own a Wii U. Well, me. That's true. Is that the reason you're buying it?
0: Well, I mean, that's like the the icing. Yeah. Um, Hyrule, Roy- Hyrule. Wow, that's hard to say. Hyrule Warriors, um, the new Zelda game, Mario Kart 8, um, Bayonetta 2, uh, Smash Bros, mm-hmm. and like. Other just smaller random stuff, you know. So Wii U yeah. is finally getting to a point where I actually do want it, which is why I that's cool. have imposed this limit on myself of $105. <laughs> I wonder <laughs>
2: what it's going for now on Amazon. Oh, my gosh. Metacritic has Brawl at a 93 and Melee at a 92. Those darn critics. They're so wrong. That's so dumb. That's the that's, dumbest dumb that's thing They're so there. wrong. That is the whole point of being wrong. Uh Let's look this up here. Wii U. Is it actually called Deluxe? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh. Nope, thirty-two. Ooh, two hundred. Nope, it's so close though, Cameron. Not They're doing it. Screaming an all cop. One eighty-five. No, oh sorry, that's the that doesn't include the cards. It's more around two hundred fifty right now.
0: Yeah, so I actually saw one br- brand new for a hundred and ninety something five dollars. Man, I should have just offered to pay six bucks. Well, you didn't, <laughs> so too bad. Curses.
2: I don't know why I want you to own the Wii U, but, oh, cause I want to play it online when it comes out. So.
0: Right. But there's a while until it comes time. out, so. Yeah. We, Anyways. We yeah, we're at about an hour now, so dumb. I'll do the outro. I hate you, Stephen. Stephen, listen to me. You are a disgrace to this podcast and have been demoted to, uh, busboy uh, of the Dudes of Body Voices podcast, You're so. A
2: traitor. You see, I think this really gives you an idea of where you all stand in the podcast hierarchy. Like, Zach will, Politely let me know that he doesn't really think the podcast is very important, but he'll give me a warning. Steven will just abandon me in my moment of need because I won't watch the Lego movie with him. And you'll just stick with me. So,
0: Cameron, thank you. It just proves that me and you are the best of friends, and they suck. (laughs) Exactly. Let's feel superior. All right. High high five. Ready? High five. Yeah. 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 All right. Here's some more clapping for you, Stephen. I hope this messes up your recording. <laughs> Blah. He's
2: going to like sync that and so you're going to see blang as I do the intro. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, thank you, Cameron,
0: and nobody else for coming. You're welcome and nobody else. You yeah, guys thank will, you, Zach. Well, no, I'm sorry. Zach doesn't suck. Yeah, Stephen, thank you, Zach. Stephen sucks. Thank you, Zach. Appreciate you. Uh, Stephen, you suck. <laughs> Exactly.
2: Uh, for social media stuff, if you want to find me on Twitter, I'm Lord Meldor. If you want to find Cameron on Twitter, he's del 90 AC. If you want to find Zach on Twitter, he's and If you want to find Steven on Twitter, you're a horrible person. And you um, shouldn't be
0: following idiots anyways. <laughs>
2: We are the DV cast on Twitter. Uh We are a production of the Whales Are Whales Network, Whales or Whales Productions. So follow that on Twitter at Whales or Whales, or check out the website at will Whales Are Whales. We'll give you a little
0: sneak preview. We might have a couple of projects coming up real soon. Some that Stephen and Brian might not even be aware of that are going to be on Whales pretty soon. So Wait, I would what? Keep, what? <laughs> I would keep a little uh, close eye on Whales dot com. Apparently, I,
2: I do too because. I don't know what I'm not aware of. That's kind of scary. Yeah, that's right. You um, don't know what you don't know. And that's yeah, our, our, kind of our website is thedvcast.com. Also, please check us out on iTunes and leave reviews if you like what we do here. Like, even if you want to leave a review that's five stars and says Stephen is horrible, that would be great. Just
0: Or no, just you that. can even – I want you to actually give a review for a one star so Stephen feels bad forever. Oh, no. we have one star permanently. No, then I would feel bad. No, don't feel bad. This is all Stephen's fault. All right, just
2: – yeah, exa- that's a good point good point all right so yeah go do that it would really help us out it'd be awesome if we get some itunes reviews but we're we're not like trying to be popular anyway so we'd just like to hear from you (laughs) yep he's correct uh all right so everyone until next week where we talk about video games some more have a week
0: have a week